business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and I'm a construction innovation agent based in Helsinki, Finland. I have two guests from the USA, Hugh Seaton, product lead for Crosswalk. Welcome back, Hugh. Hi, Arnie. Good to be here. And Cyril Verley, the founder and president of CDV Systems. Cyril, it's great to have you on the podcast. It's a delight to be here. Thank you, Arnie. There was a piece of news that attracted my attention. It was about the newly established integration between Crosswalk and Collectus. What this is all about and why AEC and owner firms should be interested is the topic of our discussion. So let's start with the basics. Hugh, what is Crosswalk? Thank you, Arnie. My favorite topic. So um, since you know the 50s, we've had in the U.S. Um, master format and around the world different standards that guide different parts of the construction process from estimating to quantities to you know, specification and so on. Um, in the last couple of years, the Construction Specifications Institute, who who obviously owns the IP of, of Master Format and a couple of other standards, decided to make this not only available digitally, but then to actually make the these different standards, and that's Master Format, Uniformat, and Omniclass, make it so they can actually reference each other. So the term crosswalk is actually a term of art that we didn't invent. It's just really relevant to what we do. When you're taking data from one standard and and applying it into another. So, so you might get you know, some number of quantities f- specified for master format. How do we put that into uniformat so we can work with them on that on, in a, more of a construction uh, context? Ma- uh, Crosswalk is an API that serves this into software, um, allowing the software entrepreneurs like Cyril to then say, great, this is one thing I don't have to worry about anymore. I can go and innovate on things that are you know harder. <laughs> So what we do is make it possible for leading software companies to have the the latest versions of these standards also be cross-compatible across past versions. So everybody, lots of people know uh, uh, Master Format 95, and now obviously we're up to 2020. So it'll translate between those different uh, versions and across Uniformat, Uniformat 2, and and Omniclass. All right. So... um... If we continue with the basics, <laughs> Cyril, what is Collectus? Collectus is a, a program that's been uh, developing for the last 18 years. We, we started CDV Systems. <clears throat> my company has been providing Revit consulting services to the AEC firm and owners firm since 2002. And when we go to firms or institutions, we set up their standards, train their staff, set up their models. We, all, we always arrive with a package of content that establishes their standards and sort of jumpstarts their standards. Companies like HOK and MBPJ and SOM and AECOM, we jumped out their standards across all trades. And what we've discovered is that once we once we leave the firm, those standards somehow get get change in a way that's that's um, not ideal. You know, people make changes that they, they have no idea that other other changes are happening. Others don't know where they are. So we developed Collectus as a package that sits in the cloud. It's like a delivery system, and it allows our standards to now exist in the cloud where we manage those standards, 18,000 components strong across all trades, and the users, instead of 
having those standards exist on their servers, they exist in the cloud. They open up Revit, they see what they need, whether it's an architectural component or a mechanical component, they drop it in. If they have, if they have questions about how to use it, Collectus has a, has a full uh, uh, documentation guide for the use of, of uh, Collectus. So when we, we knew that master format was the foundation of our, of, of Collectus. And we knew, however, that these models are, the intention was to take these models from, from, the, from the architects, engineers, to the contractors, to the owners. And in each of those changes or handoffs, data has to change and other groups, architects and engineers like using master format, but owners like OmniClass, contractors like Uniformat. So we, we discovered this, this crosswalk application through Hue and, and discovered the, the ability to have these data formats translated in, with a click, literally, um, within the models and have those, those values, those parameters, if you will, in master format convert to OmniClass and Uniformat which is a huge title change of how data can be managed in, the, in these Revit models. Again, from an owner's perspective, that's the key is that the owners who receive these models need a format that, that's usable for them. And that's not necessarily required by the architects or engineers to provide you know, OmniClass in those models. So we're, we couldn't be happier to have you know, a partnership with CSI and this ability to translate these these values from one platform to another, literally with a click inside the models. Yeah. So if, if it wouldn't be there, you had you you'd have to invent it. <laughs> exactly. Or, or or translate it by hand, which people have done in the past and it's yeah. just pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah. So so why is this whole thing important right now? What is is there a momentum for this? Well, if, if I may, yeah. Cyril, let me, let me talk from Please. a broader perspective, and I think you can speak to the uh, the BIM and, and Collectus. What we're seeing across construction is is an increasing um, an increasing respect for use of and um, kind of processes based on data. So so you know there's always been data. It's been on paper. It's been in PDFs and all that. But as as pro as processes digitize whether it's because Procore or, or some other company has, has made the, the job site what used to be paper, now it's digital, but also everything from design all the way through to facilities management. Um, processes are, are increasingly digital, and as a result, data now lives and can be passed back and forth in a way that doesn't involve a binder. So the kind of big context for why we see Crosswalk as being important is, is that. Um, so that's kind of the background of why we did what we did. This solution is—is is it? Uh, well, I know the crosswalk is is available, and has been for some time. Uh, but uh, how about this integration? Is it now already operational, or or is there still something to be done about it? No, it is. It's. A, I could I could demonstrate it for you right now. <laughs> yes, it, it's it's working perfectly. It's it's actually quite remarkable. It's very cool, actually. Yeah. So yeah. so what is needed from, for, let's say, an architect or anybody? Uh, using uh, Revit, for example, to, to actually do use, to use this? Of course. Um, the, the, just Revit out of the box, it, you, it won't work. You would, you would, Collectus is the mechanism that provides this connection. So the user would open up Collectus, they would, they would download content from the Collectus database, it loads into the Revit model, and those parameter structures go along with it. If the user at some point wants to run Collectus to convert the data to other formats like OmniClass or Uniformat, they would simply open up Collectus, 
they go to the, the link within Collectus, click it. Then, then within Collectus, there's a the Crosswalk API takes the data and pushes it out to the your, your uh, Hugh, your offices in New York City, wherever they are. It, there's a direct link there to the to the Crosswalk API. The data is 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 reviewed. It is updated and pushes back into Collectus. And you'll see the, these three formats fill in OmniClass and Uniformat. There's a button then that says download this into the Revit model. You click a second second button and it pushes those data data into the Revit families themselves and the components. And this is these are components across not only Revit families like content like doors and windows, but system families like walls and and ductwork and piping, which is again this is a very unusual uh, ability. But on Crosswalk, we're, it's remarkable to have that literally two buttons having the data fill in in the models. I think that from our perspective, the real intention of Crosswalk is from the owner's perspective, that we've built the content, 18,000, again, 18,000 components, to be useful by the architects and engineers, but have the data available, the metadata, useful for the owner's side to bring these models into FM and GIS. That was really the, the broadest view of what we're providing. And again, part of this is the need for owners to use OmniClass. Um, so, again, these models make, might become much more useful for the owner's perspective. Do you already see owners who understand the, the value of this and require this kind of process? Definitely. No, the owners, we're working with owners that have, that, that, that uh, we're waiting for this. So, um, definitely, yes. Not only think, owners, go ahead, go ahead. You. All I was going to say, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a really cool story where the sophistication of owners in this area is, there already were smart people that that you know like a, a Procter and Gamble who makes so many buildings that that have to be high performance that they've been pretty good at this for a while, but I think you're seeing more and more people realizing that the the the, um, the the risk mitigation, the the ability to operate more efficiently, but also just you know if you have a huge real estate portfolio, understanding your exposure to different things is is increasingly important. Right. From one one aspect, one of our clients. The key aspect for them is in order to create a sustainable building environment to maintain as sustainable, sustainably, you have to first locate the objects. Huh. And, and from our perspective, the key is this workflow not only locates the objects, but it also provides data that goes along with it. And again, useful, useful information from, for, you know, for the owners, uh, for their FM and GIS needs. Mm. And now, nowadays, we are talking about digital twins, and I, I certainly see value from that point of view as well. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So can you explain a, bit, a little bit about the pricing or, or what's required from… Sure. From, yeah. the, the, depending on the size of the facility, the, the, it, the, the cost is an annual cost. It's, a, it's, just, it's less than $30,000 a year for the owner. And from the owner's perspective, they would, they would have crosswalk. They would then make crosswalk available to any of their AEC teams without additional charges. So suddenly this, and again, so you imagine a BIM manager that, that has to be aware of, of, of you know, building and managing content across all trades. That's, there's not many people in the world that do that. And here we are experts. And so it's about a third of what you would pay a BIM engineer to a BIM, you know, a BIM manager to, to maintain these standards. The standards themselves, there, there are three sets of standards always during the year, currently 2019, 2020, and 2021. 
We'll be jumping to Revit 2022 shortly. Um, and again, we maintain them. And again, for, 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 the, for the owners to make this package available to, for, for their projects to all their AEC teams is, is huge. Because now, wherever they are, however many they have, we can make it available. So, so and, and um, Cyril was talking about making Collectus available. So, so yes. Crosswalk comes through. Um, it, it isn't a separate. I mean, not, not that there's any dispute there, but of I think course. that's a, that's pretty amazing. I mean, and if I may, I think one of the things that I see Collectus doing is providing a common set of tools, and that's obviously why you do it that way. So everybody's working right. with the same really rich set of tools instead of not. Because oh my God, is that the story of construction, where one oh side gosh. has this powerful software and the other side is like, I don't know, does this paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> No, you know there there are features within the within Revit that, to, in order to use like for example a plumbing fixture, the architect using a using, you know a plumbing fixture would be the same plumbing fixture that the MEP engineer would use. And there are features in Revit that allow the the architect to place it and have the the plumbing engineer monitor that component. If that component moves, the plumbing engineer's component automatically moves. If they're using two different standards, you can't do it. There's no mm -hmm. mechanism to do that. So this does. There's actually a feature also in Collectus called Audit, where once the models are received by the owners, the owner can click a button, and the entire model is reviewed across regular families, system families, and annotation to flag and locate any non-Collectus components. So this provides a mechanism again. And those components, of course, if they if they drop in a component that's not Collectus, it's not going to behave and it's not going to react to what's happening within Crosswalk. So again, this sort of uh, uh, demands or, 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 or sort of um, forces the hand of the users to use this content so that there's a consistent deliverable to the owners when the, when the, when the models are received by the owners. Yeah, so, so to summarize, so the, the benefits, it's about, of course, saving time. It's about uh, risk management. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, regarding for example, changes along the way, how mm -hmm. to manage those. And also about the lifecycle uh, data and information that's available for the owner. If I may throw another thing in that, that you see happening, and that is with systems like Collectus, because things are, are everybody has access to the same thing and there's no question about, you know, latest source of truth and so on, you see, this is true across industries, you see people iterate faster because they're not worried about version control and they're not worried about getting lost in the in the versions and who said what and who did what and i think you're seeing this in across construction where better data and better information more you know more densely packed sometimes starts to allow people to have different workflows that are a little bit less you just you have one or one or two things fewer to worry about and one of them is just the confusion of versions and i think i've seen a couple of places where that has a massive impact on the quality of the work that gets done and the cost for, for the quality of that work. We were talking about US standards and, and, and you work in the USA, but do you see any, any future where this, all this could be, uh, be used uh, internationally, perhaps? Definitely. Collectus has both US, Imperial and metric. Um, so we have the entire package is based on, on both standards. So we've got clients that are using it uh, on, on metric projects as well. So um, not a problem, yeah. And on the crosswalk side, we are absolutely looking at European and other standards that we might marry and crosswalk as appropriate. That it's it takes 
because so what we found when we we actually brought in um, ASTM E1557, which is commonly known as Uniformat 2, at about a third of it is the same as as CSI's Uniformat, and there's some you know other areas that are not. So the interesting thing about crosswalking across standards that have really different uh, origins is it, it there's a little bit of judgment and there's it's it's an interesting thing being able to. And it's something we're getting pretty good at, which I'm excited about. So watch this space when it comes to international standards, because I think there's a lot of lot of things we can do together. So, gentlemen, is there something that you'd like to add before we we wrap it up? I'm really excited that that Cyril and and Cyril didn't know I was going to say this, so he didn't pay me five dollars. But I'm really excited to have worked with them because I, I've seen what people can do in Revit. It's an area for real innovation in the industry. So I was really excited that we're working with them and I think they were a perfect use case. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to tell the story through their product. And we too are, couldn't be happier regarding this connection. We, it's funny, we've been, we've been using master format as a, as, a, as a mechanism for naming the components, you know, so that there's a consistent you know, division structure across all the components. When architects look at this, they totally understand. And when we when we discovered this this crosswalk product, we thought, okay, we have to we have to partner because we're we're already using a foundation that exists, and and now here we are, with with crosswalk embedded inside of Collectus, which we couldn't be more happy about. Can you tell us uh, where can our listeners find more information about this uh, uh, integration? Of course, um, cdvsystems.com. That's computerderivedvisuals.com. Uh, the website. There you'll see links for BIM services, and within that, within those links, you'll find Collectus. There's a there are videos that describe as an as a high, at a high level overview Collectus for the AEC uh, users and Collectus for facility owners. And there's a request form also if you want to see a demonstration of Collectus. There's a there's a, quite, there's a request form you can fill it out, send it, and we, one of us will, will get back to you and and we'll set up a meeting uh, to to demonstrate Collectus for you. So. And on the Crosswalk side, go to crosswalk.biz. So, uh, thanks, Hugh and Cyril, and all the best for the both of you in your future collaboration. Thanks Thank you so, so much. much. We appreciate it, Arnie. Thank you very much for your time. Mm -hmm.